0: Roy, being around the business uh, all of my life, I know for a fact that uh, part of the problem with having a hit uh, is, is a lot of it lies with distribution, promotion, what any label would have at the time. And that's not just true in the record business. It's true in the movie business. It's true in the uh, in the book publishing mm-hmm. business. And timing is everything. I played on the air one day one of your MGM records uh, called Ride Away, which was one of the first things you, you did on MGM, right? That's right. Uh-huh. People phoned up and said, is that Roy Orbison's brand new release? We love it. They'd never heard it. They'd never heard it. See what I'm getting at? Yeah, sure did. See, there was nothing wrong with the song, but it didn't get the exposure. It didn't get the promotion. Uh, So that's really why I'm saying that. I think Mm -hmm. if you had a song like that with a promotion behind it and not that we're trying to promote the fans and people listening here, please don't misunderstand that. What we're saying is that the label has to get behind it, make sure it's in the stores, make sure that the radio stations have it, and all of those things.
1: That's a part and parcel of the whole thing. If you, you know, some people have asked me, uh, why do you want a, uh, a hit record or do you want one now? And I said, certainly, I do want one. It's not, uh, it's not the end all. It's not my life's ambition to have another hit record. But if a record is not marketed, and it is not a hit commercially, then no one hears what you're trying to do. You know, it must be a success for them to to be able to hear what you're writing and what you're singing. It has to be a success.
0: Look at the cases over the years where uh, disc jockeys like myself have dug up something that came out a long time ago. I can give you a quick illustration of that. Uh, In 1960 in Portland, Oregon, I was working at a station called KGW, and I used to sit there, and still do, and I'd listen to every cut, both sides, while I'm doing something else. You know, the, the wonderful thing about music and records, mm-hmm. you can listen and do something. I'd be typing or something, and I found an instrumental called Moondog, which came out with a group called The Gamblers on World Pacific Jazz Records, and I'm sure they just did it uh, as, a, as a fun thing, but I played that thing in Portland, the audience went for it, and it swept all over America, it sold a million records, but it's just because somebody exposed it. I, I think that's what I'm saying. Yes. That's exactly right. That's uh, the truth. And also,
1: uh, tied in with that, if an artist is trying to be creative and he is frustrated by this other thing, this uh, lack of uh, follow through right. to the public, then uh, that uh, that inhibits his creativity. Uh, he's wondering as he writes now this is a bad bad situation for any artist painter writer whatever Uh, to as you as you're doing your project you're being creative and you're bearing your soul for the for all the world to wonder if anybody is going to release it or if anybody is going to push it Mm -hmm. and as you do that then the creativity stops
0: exactly so you have to pick up again and again so but you know the greatest compliment you've had in your life and we've been talking here for some time Roy, and i apologize for that but the greatest compliment to Roy Orbison as an outsider, let me give you this view. Roy Orbison loved and respected. People show up. Your records from years ago still sell well. They call Roy Orbison a legend. They don't mean it loosely. They mean that you are part of their lives. And as you've said, the hit record scene stopped 10 years ago. Doesn't that tell you, Isn't that? doesn't that kind of give you a thrill in a way? It does. It does
1: kind of thrill me in that... Uh the last of the singles were like 65-ish, you know, uh, and the increase of album sales—it's all albums now, mostly. Right. Uh, a few singles from albums, you know, to plug the album. Uh, it does. That's more or less probably what I'm after. Is that I would like to be remembered. That's know?
0: right. That's
1: probably what I'm
0: after. What I'm saying too, in addition to that, Roy, is the fact that. The record companies, if any of them are listening, or would ever hear this, should take note that Roy Orbison the singer, Roy Orbison the performer, the music of Roy Orbison is appreciated by the public, and maybe they should get their head out of the sand, get behind this legend that everybody else seems to know about, except them as far as the promotion goes, is what I'm saying.
1: Yes, it seems, Red, that uh, in business times, when people are busy, 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 and you call and, say, and, and they're in a conference. Always. A- always in a conference. Uh, and they're probably laying back, you know, leaning back and uh, just thinking about this, that, or the other. Um, but they're in conference because they don't want to be bothered. When it gets that hectic and that pace and the fast dollars come in and, the, and it's big business or no business, uh, they lose sight of the fact that uh, there are people around still who have things to say that no one else on earth can say. And that people have things to sing, that no one else can sing like they sing them. So uh, it's like uh, you know we miss uh, Hemingway, we 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 miss uh, Elvis, we miss yes, what John. he would have done, uh, what they both would have done. All of this thing. So you don't, uh, you shouldn't let uh, the uh, the money interfere with the uh, creativity.
0: I agree with yeah. the artists. Yeah. yeah, you you just happened to mention Elvis there, and I was just going to say that. Uh, What bothered me as a guy that sat behind and still does sit behind turntables That a lot of the rock Magazines a lot of the press Were doing put downs on Elvis Presley The moment the man died uh, Oh gee what he could have done and wasn't he great and everything and I found that distasteful to say the least
1: Well Red uh, You've hit it right on the head From the time that Elvis Presley hit the scene and he was the leader. You know, he was the first. No question. No question about that. And uh, uh, there will be another type of Elvis in the future, another type of Beatles. But uh, he was the first. From the first moment, the first thing written about him was bad, until the day he died, it was bad. Right. You had all the award shows. They never mentioned Elvis. They never Not even helped. a mention. Not, not one mention about being number one vocalist of the year. Uh, no awards, no uh, uh, career achievement awards, no nothing, absolutely zip. No
0: industry recognition. They
1: only realized they only saw him uh, if he got fat, you know. And uh, I happen to know that he had a disease from which he would have died anyway, called lupus. And uh, he couldn't have lived uh, past the point that he did, maybe another year or two at the most. But the moment that he was gone, everybody said, oh, he was glorious, uh, this, yes. that, and the other, and they actually gave him an award on a, on a rock show. It, unbelievable, unbelievable, you know, and the tributes. In fact, I did a couple of tributes to Elvis on television because uh, in uh, the quieter circles, I was his uh, favorite singer. I know. And uh, when I did these things, one was in, uh, in Memphis, Tennessee, at the Liberty Bowl and his father was there and I he was sanctioned you. by his father and I talked to Vernon and uh, it, and I sang Elvis's songs and it seemed to be the thing to do because right. it was in his hometown, a tribute to him. All right, then I was called to do another thing uh, on Elvis's birthday. So I said, okay. Uh, they said, what songs are you going to sing? I said, well I'll sing the two that Elvis said that he liked the best crying and running scared. So some integrity was still there. Right. And then the darn thing comes out and it's uh, Nashville's salute to Elvis on his birthday with um, I don't know who all on it. Jerry Lee. I remember the show, yeah. But anyway, the thing is I tried to maintain that integrity uh, throughout the thing and uh, had a great chat with Elvis uh, December before he died. Mm -hmm. Uh, Two hour long chat, uh, fantastic time, you know. But uh, I don't guess there has ever been a performer who has been put down more when he was alive than Elvis Presley, and been more acclaimed when he was dead than Elvis Presley.
0: Sad note, and industry take note. Roy, where do we go from here? Are we gonna see new albums out? Are we <clears> gonna <throat> see new singles? Are we gonna see that, that vigor? <laughs> I mean, you, you haven't exactly had, shall we say, the easiest time in life, which we won't, won't dwell on, but to come out of all of that tragedy and, and sing, it's still in you, and you've got all of that to give. Are we, are, are we to see new products soon? Yes,
1: we are, Red. I've uh, dedicated my uh, self to my career. I have a family, uh, but I'm going to have this career. And as long as I'm around and able to sing, and as long as I'm around and people want to see me sing, I will do both. And uh, if I connect, which I think I will within the next 30 days good. with the proper people, then uh, everybody else will hear what I'm doing. If they like it, that's fantastic. I hope they do. You know, If they don't, it will, it will be the real Roy Orbison. So either way, it's there for posterity. Roy,
0: have a good trip through the rest of your life. Thank you. The legends live on at redrobinson.com.